Mike episode. It's going to be a calming. Uh, a chill sode? The skimbo laid back sode, bruh. <sighs> With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. That already seems too intense. Sorry. It seems like I know it's laid back with my mind on my money on my money on my mind. But think about the hostility that comes from the hip hop game. You gotta watch out for that. Gotta be just cool. Sounds like a highly racially charged statement you just made. That's not very chill of you, Ori. <laughs> <laughs> what do, why why are you making hip hop all about race? Are you sure that you're not the one who just made the racially charged statement? Don't you dare try to turn the truth ray back on me. You sit there uh, and you drink your first beer. <laughs> Put that laser introspective focus back on yourself, Mr. Lecter. I wish I knew the line because it'd be way better. Yeah. I don't. <sighs> I gotta get my head on straight here. Here, go ahead. <sighs> I'm just gonna sit here I like that I chose beer. to do that by not breathing. What? Like, get yourself calmer by myself. holding your breath? Yep. Sounds like, like a very, like, all right, sounds like you are that kid who did not study for the test that you didn't know was coming, and the panic has set in as teachers handing the papers out. And, like, again, you're, like, in the fifth grade. This is, like, multiplication. You can bullshit your way through this, but still you have that existential crisis. Or was that just me? You're just like the fly. You puke on your test, and it just starts melting your desk. And just melts all the answers in. Fly man. Jesus. Wednesdays at 7. Uses fly powers to answer math questions on tests. Very specific skill, but it helps for the time the show goes. We only we only go through that part of his life. Mm-hmm. See, the sad thing about having this many beers out is that they're going to get warmer as the episode goes on. Uh huh. So it's going to get worse and worse. I'm sitting here like, ah, oh, <laughs> that is just. Rory, that doesn't sound like something a chill guy would say on a chill chill episode. I don't think it is a chill episode anymore. It is. It I is. I don't so believe chill. you. I'm so chill right now. You're the one who's yelling. You're fuck you, <laughs> railroading son of a bitch. Hey man, no, I'm I support you on this idea that you might have a warm beer. That sucks. You didn't support me on my great fly-based math uh, TV episode idea. Flyboy, fly man. Oh, right. Listen, did Spider Man? Sp- Peter Parker was a kid, but he called himself Spider Man anyways. Yeah, I mean, fair point. So I feel like there's. Think about the people who called themselves boy and the respect they got from it. Yeah, boy. Let's see. Are we talking just superheroes or in general? Like uh, big boy. I mean, does big boy need respect? He has it because he makes tremendously enjoyable music. Sorry, I'm not being very chill. He makes great music. But I see your point. It's too It's too quiet. <laughs> it's too quiet? You're whispering. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, I'm just going to do uh, – I'm just going to cool out here. <laughs> You failed conclusively so far. <laughs> you, you you went like I went. I'm going for chill, and instead, like you put on the voice of the guy who's like hiding in the tree out front of the person's window. Like, oh yeah, that's it. Try do your Pilates, Karen. Yeah. It's Wednesday at ten, oh, just she's like always. A fitted sheet. Try. I'm just saying. Try to be varied with your uh, <laughs> with your life scheduling people try to stay on varied things don't always do things at the same time or perverts will watch you from the windows as soon as you develop any kind of routine and normalcy in your life that's when the sex predators schedules will be the death of you they'll know exactly when to hit you yeah so with what i don't know are the russians following you is it the government it could be both i would love to start doing that just sorry that's not very chill i thought you meant like following people it's like that doesn't seem healthy that's what i meant oh it is what you meant yeah we should absolutely start skimbo lounge voyeur tours (laughs) where we just drive around in a van we take like four or five people at a time to just strangers houses we gotta do it all with a bullhorn though 
This is my neighbor Carol's house, and she doesn't realize that people find it gross when she flosses while she's also eating her cereal. Wave good morning, Karen. It's 7 a.m. Moving on with the tour. You see, Karen is very insecure about her diabetes and thinks she'll never find love. Anyway, up here on the right, Mr. Stevens walks his dog, which takes a shit on his neighbor's lawn, and he doesn't pick it up. Wave good morning, Mr. Stevens. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun, actually. Fuck you, and he just starts firing yeah. a handgun. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vermont. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, you bring... <clears throat> Sorry, chill guy. Too late. Too late. Shut up, you're drunk. <laughs> I'm not I'm drunk being yet. drunk and abusive. I'm not drunk yet. We'll see. They don't know that. So far, this is my first. This is my first drink. Roy's <coughs> got himself a couple beers. I can't remember what we cut out of this and what is episode proper. So for those who are just joining us now, <laughs> they've joining us since the beginning. <laughs> That's how it was a podcast. Have they? Time is a flat circle. Would it be really weird if people listened to the podcast and went, "Fuck the first twenty-five minutes. I'm just gonna jump in at twenty-seven thirty-four. Think about platypuses. Like I don't understand what's going on at all." I think you got to really listen to our podcast from the beginning. Look how many times I've already changed the subject in the past 15 seconds. Well, that's the thing is we just we bob and we we stick and move. Oh, goodness. With an alarming regularity. And that's why I think, honestly, we are one of the few podcasts you can jump in right in the middle. And, and doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah, you'll just hit something. I was going to say, it's either super important or it's not important at all. I can't really decide which. What, this podcast? Not I vote the, for not important I, at all. <laughs> I did not mean the podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. I meant, like, in terms of, like, topic. It's like, could you just, like, I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to go back to an old episode and just hop to, like, minute. Like, everyone, everyone with me, pause this for a moment. Go back to episode 43 at the 23-minute marker. Can they find 43? Probably. Oh, not on YouTube, but yeah. podcast form. Yeah. Okay. Just go and find it and tell me if you if that made any sense. Right around 23 minutes. 23 minutes, 15 seconds. We'll give you. We'll give you a moment. Wow, that's going back a long time, actually. We were going to play Girl from Ipanema here, but I don't think we can get the rights to it. I'd uh, pipe in something. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's funny if we just explain. We wanted to put some, some Taylor Swift here, but after a long legal battle with Taylor's team, um, actually, I'm supposed to call her Miss Swift, uh, we, we, are no, we are not allowed to use her song about not getting back together with that guy that did her wrong. Seems like a lot of guys, Taylor. Maybe you're the problem. We thought if we layered it over Shake It Off that no one would notice and the copyright bots wouldn't detect it. We realized we're a lot stupider than we think. Okay, maybe you can jump in at any point. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Exactly. This is a potpourri. Well, we lost half our audience by making fun of T-Swift. That crowd, they don't fuck around. They're like the beehive, the bay, the bay hive. See, be worried about the beehive. The Swifties are all barking no bite. Bay worried Just like about Taylor. the beehive? Bay worried about the bay hive. You got to make that got to make that sticker now dude people are scared of antifa and like st and pr the proud boys but it's like those are cosplayers compared to the beehive the beehive took my eyes you're just, like, <laughs> just on the street with a tin cup begging <laughs> yeah with a little sign beehive took my listen, eyes listen if there was someone out there i don't care what their their sign said if it referenced something like that like the beehive took everything i had i'd be like oh bless you sir that's the guy who would get my money he wouldn't even be the guy who needs it, let's just be honest. He's just a comedic genius. Oh, 100%. He's or it turns out to be true. He was blinded by hype beasts who worship Beyonce. Yeah, maybe. Does Mark Wahlberg have children? I mean, like, you always find those guys, though, on the street who, like, are savants at, like, chess and stuff. That's just, like, they're just amazing at it. 
but they can't function really in normal society. Yeah, because they're like schizophrenic. Yeah, maybe and there's shit. a comedic genius out there on the street just writing the funniest fucking things on signs, but it just doesn't translate into stand up or yeah. getting his life together. He just can't do it. And normies look at it and they're like, yeah. I have no idea what he's fucking talking about. He's just out there, like the clever wordsmith of George Carlin with that witty sort of like odd flavor of Mitch Hedberg. Oh, he's just sitting out there somewhere on the street writing these clever signs that I can't even begin to think of. I thought of one of them in a shot of dark and realized he must exist like my fucking comedic Santa Claus. He's out there somewhere. He's out there somewhere convinced that fucking the mayor of New York City is trying to murder him and the sidewalk is lava. Yeah. <laughs> All while writing the funniest shit ever. Now balancing himself on top of a fire hydrant. And it's just one day you're back in New York City, you're walking by and you see him and you just give him that insane laugh of acknowledgement. <laughs> That's all he needs. You, it, sir, are king of us all. Just Richard Pryor reborn. He just tries to flop back into the lava pool and kill himself because his whole dream is accomplished. But he hits his head. I don't understand. Sidewalk. I don't understand. This you was walk, real. This was always real. And you walk off into the sunset while he has an existential crisis behind you. Yeah. Well, because think about it. It's pretty beautiful. There were years ago when the internet found like that guy who had like the super smooth voice. Yes. And uh, they got him a job. I'm pretty sure it ended up not working out for him. Um, for whatever reason. And, um, oh, God. And, again, it was Michael Richards, I think. One great, great guy, Michael Richards, who was uh, on Comedians with Cars Getting Coffee talking about a savant that he knew who played chess and just destroyed everybody. Um, and so this comedic guy's got to be out there somewhere. we got to find him. He exists. I'm convinced. Well, what about this? Find him. What if it's you? I mean, time will tell. What if I orchestrate a few bad things to happen to you to push you to that point? It's like Michael Jackson's dad being a total fucking psycho asshole to make sure his kids were great. I mean, looking at where I'm at in life, it's not going to take more than a couple of nudges. So I can't. It's not like you have a hard job in front of you. Well, don't sell yourself. Oh, sure, no, I'm going to make it fun. My meager checking account got hacked. What do I do <laughs> next week? I'm just writing signs and sticking bubble gum in my hair on the side of the street. Just screaming at the top this of This will lungs. insulate me as I just smash chewed gum into my hair that I find on the side of the road. Yeah, this gum is an RFD blocker that I put in my ears. Yeah, just me chewing down cigarettes, just butts. Like, I've made little cereal and I'm just eating it with my hands. It's just like rat milk yeah. that you've collected that you pour on top <laughs> of the cigarettes. You see me doing it in the darkness of the night, like 2 a.m. We're out here trying to find a... <laughs> Go away! You can't film this! Do you like this or is this painful? I can't understand <laughs> rat. Wait, yes I do. Yeah, that's... You're just that level of insane. This is literally like three or four weeks from now. I'm giving myself a pretty good estimate. I think that's that's how it goes down. Spin zone, four weeks from now, you find yourself in that place, but only five short years later, someone will have discovered you degraded enough that they can make a killing, yeah. making you go viral. Yeah, see, there we go. And I'll I'll like uh, I'll be fine until like they get me to Radio City Music Hall and I bite that woman on the side of her face. <laughs> just, You're too close. And I just, just yep, just take a chunk out of her cheek. Or like ocean spray. I should have stayed with just... the rats. I should have stayed. They told me I would fail. They predicted this. <laughs> they find me trying to swim down a toilet. <laughs> I want to go home. You're back living on the streets and all you've got is a lifetime supply of ocean spray, cranberry juice, and a truck. Yep. All the cardboard I could want, though. And I just write funny signs again. This is where he was always meant to be. It's the loop. Yeah. Is that dark enough, everybody? How's uh, how's that first beer treating you? It's getting pretty empty. Sun's getting pretty low. <laughs> hey, big guy. 
Wow, Marvel found its way in almost instantly. <laughs> it's too funny. You have to love that. Well, I talked about Spider-Man earlier. I don't know if that made it in, though. I don't know. Mr. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I don't know where you're going to start the editing on this one, so I can't really, I can't really tell I you. I don't fucking know. Maybe we should just not put anything that we've recorded so far into it. We're having a weird day. We went, like, out of our comfort zone, and I think it... It's not my comfort zone. I do that sometimes. <laughs> it's out of your comfort zone. What, swacking balls? Yeah, I, I go hit balls at the driving range with my dad, like, every now and then. Well, excuse the fuck out of me. That's why, like, I know what to do, but still can't do it. I don't go enough... <laughs> To like really know how to do it, I can't, again marvel. I guide other people to a treasure I cannot possess. Wow, that's a deep cut. I can't fucking. Uh, I can't play golf for the life of me. But I know everything I'm doing wrong because I've been hearing it from my dad my whole life because he plays golf and is very good. So, I like know all the things to do. I just can't do them. Why not? Because I'm uncoordinated. Okay, should have seen me playing lacrosse back in the day. I was a gangly bastard. You have especially long limbs. Mm-hmm. Run around with that stick like I was Gandalf. You shall not pass. And they were like, this dude is fucking awesome. Oh, shagged it. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I just think our rhythm got a little thrown off by doing activities. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm Usually we just incubate <laughs> inside our rooms until like two in the afternoon and go, I'm ready to pod. I mean, that's what I would have done. I see what my day would have been was me. Hanging out on this fine Saturday, um, waiting to pod by getting yelled at by 13-year-olds for playing off-meta characters in a MOBA game. Uh, how much of that landed with everybody? How much of that was uh, Cantonese and how much of that was English? <sighs> there he is. This one is refreshing. Oh, no. Uncle Rory's drinking his slap juice again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you imagine? <clears throat> We just called it his slap juice because he'd hit us. <laughs> Got very hideous. Always with too. an open palm, though. Your uncle was from a different time. <laughs> he really believed in discipline, and he loved to drink. He bought us that ukulele and then broke it. <laughs> it was the perfect combination. It's so depressing. <laughs> it's that's so dark. Did you buy one of your nieces a ukulele? I did. Dope. Yeah, she's only like three though, so it's gonna be. A while she's probably gonna not know how to tune or anything i don't think it matters it's more one of the things that if she like finds interest because they bought her like a little toy piano so i figured if if she had she, like, she had a lot of fun with that so i was like okay well let's try a toy ukulele it's a little bit more difficult but like have fun with it anyways and she takes a real interest in it and a couple years later when she's old enough to like actually get that shit i'll get her a nicer one that will stay in tune and you know last her there you go yeah where are you gonna get the other one fireworks i was gonna say a gun fireworks and knives there you go she seems like she's a little bit more outward oriented so she's gonna be the popular one who makes friends the other one's gonna be i mean one of my nieces is afraid of wind <laughs> go on they, they grew up during COVID. like they've been inside for a while now one of them was born at the beginning of COVID. i didn't get to come back to visit home um in like early march or february of 2020 no no it was march um, because I was going to take vacation time and it ended up being COVID lockdown. So I was like, oh, I can come back, but no one's going to be around. I have like the whole world. It was right when everything was shutting down mm -hmm. and, uh, she'd just been born. So I didn't end up, you know, getting to see her for a long time into COVID until everything was a lot more normal. And, uh, you know, so like, but that's not, even, that's not even her. She's, she seems like she's going to be very social. It's the other one who is just afraid of everybody. Mm. 
she's right to be afraid of everybody. Well, think though. about it. You've seen they've seen my parents and my sis. You know her her mom and dad, my sister and uh, my brother in law, and they've seen me, a terrifyingly gangly, awkward bastard who every single time sees them tries to make funny faces and fails. Slenderman. Yeah, I <laughs> just. One day, they're going to lead me out of the woods and stab me to death. Is that too dark for everybody? I think so. Hey, it's based on real news, so if that was too depressing, <laughs> so is real so, life. So is real life, but maybe it is. Maybe it is. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be – I don't know what I'm going to get the other one when uh, she starts getting older. I don't know. I th- again, I think about getting them all the kinds of weird things that my – my my brother-in-law and my sister will hate like the ukulele just her just playing 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 i just hope she loves it and plays it all the time because if if it does work one they're getting drums at i some was point. gonna say someone's getting a drum set someone's for getting her a ninth drum birthday. set i gotta like fix my life and you know maybe make some money one of these days or something otherwise i won't be able to get them you know i'll be like no nah, but I, I got you some pots and pans kid as i slide through i've taken up smoking cigarettes i'm just a general scumbag I'm here, aren't I? I'm That's your yeah. gift. Also, I got to sleep on the couch. <laughs> also, I got this rash thing going on. You're going to want to get rid of it when I leave. I don't know what's going on. Anyways, somebody give you Uncle Rory a hug. I can only hope to be that cool, though. That sounds awesome. I, I have a leather jacket in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Leather. Or can I throw an alternative jacket at you? Canadian goose feather? I know. Jean jacket with the fleece collar. Lots of stains on the fleece collar. Lots of cigarette me. burns. There might be one of those in this house. <laughs> <laughs> I would not shock me. <laughs> Incredible. Pretty sure I have one in my house, too. Yep. That's how you know we're from Vermont. Just bleeding awesome. I, probably blood on the fleece. Every time I look at someone, you hear an eagle somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a switchback. Always at the bar. Every woman in the bar just turns her head and looks. Where they go, whoosh. <laughs> you just take out your fake teeth and dunk them in a beer. <laughs> I've never wanted anybody more. Look at that sports wallet. <laughs> go over to the jukebox, slide a couple of quarters into that. La da 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 da. Just wanna be my lover. Starts playing. Oh man, not a not a dry in the room after that song. Beautiful, mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful sultry nineties. Those you were talking earlier about how fucking weird it is. Some of the songs that, particularly our generation, were allowed to dance to, like like you're in a fifth grade dance and think about "Wanna Be My Lover" comes on, and, and like uh uh fucking you were talking about uh till the sweat drip down my yeah like that was like a high school by the time we were in high school was like oh skate skate motherfucker <laughs> and the thing is. They're playing this censored version, like the like everybody in in the crowd there gives a shit. Like they're not singing the right thing. It's all screaming it, yeah. Yeah, as we all screamed it. Like I mean, adults, fifteen, sixteen, that. yep. Just they had the all the power in the world to just make it like I've got something in my for my yeah. Going to war, Millie won't yeah. you wait for me. Everyone's listening to crooners from the fifties. Uh, you know, I, I don't get it. I don't get why we got away with that. But then I sit there and I go, I don't think it fucking matters because it was going to be on the radio anyway. So they're yeah. like, we, they're already exposed to it. God damn it. Might as well just let them do it. Let, let's just let them have some fun before they have their souls utterly crushed. But with Spotify and like the absolute explosion of fucking music in every goddamn direction there is, what do dances sound like now? They're probably just at the discretion of the DJ. Or is there like a top 40 to go off of that they're just like, yep, this is it. We're going to. 
You mean rocking T Swift and fucking? It's honestly probably a lot of Billie Eilish, uh, Harry Styles, Dua Lipa. Um, I don't want to like. I think Duplox? No, Diplo. Oof, boomer moment. Diplo's I don't know the DJ. Any of these fucking bands or singers? Sylvan Esso, Tash Sultana. Yeah, no, I don't know shit. I don't know how cool they are. They might not listen to Tash Sultana. Oh uh, yeah, only the cool kids listen to that. Pretty much. <sighs> Your record collection's pretty uh, meat and potatoes. Yeah, I don't listen to any of this music. I don't listen to any of it. And it was that that moment like when I started seeing artists where I was like, I've heard I've heard their music obviously, mm-hmm. but it's not like the kind of thing I'm like. I'm going to search this out. This is what I need right now. This is going to make my commute better. So, like, I don't know. It's that moment I was like, wow, I'm out of touch. Going to go listen to Frank FM. <laughs> the hit rocking. They're just playing the same shit they've been playing since I was a kid. Mississippi yeah! Queen. Except every now and then you hear a School fucking Pearl Jam song down. now. Oh, you hear that? I remember feeling old when I heard, like, the gin blossoms on there and shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, I am old. Yeah, holy shit. Oh, fuck. To be fair to us, we were pretty fucking young when most of these came out. Yeah. Everyone's like, that's a soundtrack to my childhood. It's like, yeah, you were listening to, like, seven- and eight-year-old songs. Yeah. Because you were a fucking baby when some of these hits came out. David Bowie. You dumb baby. Listen to a lot of David Bowie as a child. Let's dance. Which is why I became a gangly awkward guy with two different colored eyes. No, Is that why? You never noticed? I thought the Bayhive took out your good eye. Yeah, this one's glass. Uh, it doesn't sound like glass. Is that beer two or three? This is beer two. How you doing on that one? About halfway into it. <sighs> oh, we're halfway. I'm there. trying. I'm trying. And I'm just going to bully you. Not with any expectation, but just because no, it's fine. probably. I don't know why I agreed to this. Just to be like, I'm just going to let's just I'm just going to continually drink throughout the entire episode. Let's see if that changes anything. <laughs> <laughs> that helps our weird fucked up day. Well, that had a fun. <laughs> we shouldn't do things that make us happy before the show. We went to the driving range. It's a beautiful day. We got maple creamies. Yeah, I got some ice cream. Got to make fun of the people out there getting ice cream as well, which is shitty. Uh, two funny things happened. A woman fucking dive bombed my order and took my baby creamy yeah but the joke's on her because she ordered a bigger size and i ended up getting that so yep. fuck you lady. even if it was somebody else's and secretly you ended up just perpetuating the cycle of violence and you took someone else's and later they came out like oh baby and he's like oh, i ordered i ordered a small oh. and like you know she was in a bad relationship with her boyfriend at the time so he was like aggressive to her before that and he gaslit her about it because no you must have ordered the baby and it ended up becoming like a horrible thing that led them deeper into a maladjusted relationship this is all your fault now yeah oh this is like you didn't get drunk and gamble <laughs> away my paycheck or or get drunk and shit my pants for me and then put them back on me just like you didn't do that <laughs> you didn't do <laughs> okay karen okay i feel like his name is mark it seems like a very mark thing mark to do. and karen yeah pretty good pretty good salt and pepper shaker there yeah I'd like to think that our listeners are like, Haha, it sounds like they're upstairs right now arguing above me. Because the people listening to the show live in some pretty dangerous places. Well, our listeners are desperate people. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be to listen to this. It's really secretly they're like, no, we listen because we all know we're doing better than you. It's funny to be able to open up a little hole, look down into a rock bottom. It makes me remember to stay humble. And I listen to the whole show with my finger on the knob, always <laughs> ready to turn it off, and yet I can't look away. Yeah. It's again, it's like a school bus fire. Oh, what a horrible thing that I'm going to see all of. We should start sponsoring school bus fires. No yeah. one's in them, as far as we know. 
We're just lighting just a school bus on old fire. Old school buses. And everybody else, come down and drink. How else are you getting rid of them? Yeah. Yes. When they're being decommissioned, you let us throw Molotov cocktails into them and have a skimbo less school uh, skim. So, fuck. It's over. You Punt. lost it. Face plant. Car crash sound effect. Screw it. That's now we're just, talking about. Now we're just going to sell it to Airbnb people. No more fires. Fuck. They're going to retrofit those things out and sell them to hipsters. You happy now? You happy? You know I'm not happy. This woman over here, her and her husband, they, they run a dog walking agency. Yeah. $2.4 million. Now they're going to buy those school buses and retrofit them out and make another mint. Yeah. You did that. We could have had fires and fun, but now we've got hipster dog walkers. Making tiny houses out of school buses. We got people living in boats on land. The whole yeah. It's all fucking backwards. And Listen, I feel a little responsible for all of it. Yes, Rory. Pe- people at home, don't kid yourselves. I know it sounds fun. It's not. It's not fun. Just buy an RV at that point, you lazy bastards. It's not fun. It's not okay? cute. It's dangerous. It's all It's all a bunch of unfinished wood. Okay? It's insulting. And, and this tiny little shower that is also your toilet. It's and unnecessary. you think you're being green and sustainable, but you're doing anything but. Okay, you think that there's a fucking Tesla inside that thing? That's a big engine. You're running diesel out of that shit all the time. Yeah. And you got the model with the bamboo floor mats. Those are mm-hmm. super sustainable, oh, aren't yeah. they? Oh, well, good job, Ruth. I don't know why your name's Ruth, but it's a harsh name. You. Yeah. If we have any listeners named Ruth, you know, we're telling the truth. You're brave. Um, but yeah, so that's what's happening now. I just I'm I'm off today, man. It's I can't have fun before we do because you're happy and you're self-actualized and the world's a wonderful place for you. Don't worry, folks. It's not for me. So I'll keep things where it's not going to last long here in the skimbo lounge. Because now that I know I'm failing you guys, I'll start to feel bad about myself and (laughs) I'll spiral and the show will get exponentially better. Yeah. See, there we go. We got a what is it? No junk, no soul. Exactly. As I sip on this beer. Mm. I got to think about things that make me sad. Uh, oh, the other guy at, at the ice cream place, the large gentleman with the beard who Instagrammed his vanilla creamy. You don't know that he Instagrammed it. He could have uh, He could have been sending it to a lover or friend. He met, he's like, I'm going to bring this home and make sweet love to you with this. <laughs> Not where I was going with that, but all right. <laughs> lover, you should have come over. Secretly, it's a jilted lover. That's right, I went to pub and pantry without you, you bitch. And uh, he's, in a, he's in a quarrel with his spouse. And so he went and got ice cream without them, and, and it upset them. That sucks. Yeah. I like to think he went to get his spouse's your, ice cream as a make good. It's your favorite flavor, and I got it. I don't even like this flavor. I'm going to eat the whole thing. <laughs> Rum butter. <laughs> Secretly, he's allergic to dairy. Oh, horribly. <laughs> Does it out of spite. Spends the rest of the day on the toilet. He put a tarp over the seat of his car because he's like, I am not going to make yeah, it home. I might not get there. He gets back home. His dog, a diabetic, needs his help, but can't because he's spending too much of his time on the shitter. Dog dies. Yeah. Divide deepens in the marriage. Oh, no, no, no. It doesn't die, though. It's it, The dog goes into the throes of a diabetic coma. Okay, so they think it's dead and they, he buries it alive. Yes. Much, much there. worse. <laughs> then the dog subsequently dies and divide in the marriage deepens. Yes. There you go. I'm glad we got there. That's good. <laughs> important. Jesus. Yeah. Uncle Rory uh, finishing up his second lap on the beer. Trying to go get me another one. <laughs> Uncle Rory ever tell you he's got a hollow leg? <laughs> I bought you both Nintendo Switch games because I don't care no more. Just sit there and play them and I'll throw my empty cans at the back of your heads. 
you don't care. Look at your generation. You don't know about a hard day's work. (laughs) I was in the Bitcoin mines. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I got binary lung. God damn it. Not to alarm you, but I think I just tore a tendon in my arm. You don't even know that the hashtag is the number of the pound sign. (laughs) Stupid shits. Number four, not hashtag. God damn it. Fucking kids. You're just screaming at robotic children (laughs) that your sister and brother-in-law bought you to keep you busy. That'd be a great future. Yeah. Yep. You don't have to actually see your nieces. They don't actually have to see you. I just get all the companionship of raising kids without having to actually raise kids. If I fuck them up, I can just reboot them. <laughs> it's like Tamagotchi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, it died again. And you just press a smash like your fingers into both of its eyes while pulling its tongue out, and it reboots. For some reason, it screams when you do it. Ow, father, <laughs> why? I feel all of this. <laughs> and then it restarts. How many people do you think got their parenting style from Tamagotchis? Oh, God, I hope not a lot, because there's always a poo in the corner. <laughs> Get there, you see like two or three the Tamagotchis looking a little green around the gills. I think that you see a lot of parents who got their, their parenting style from Digimon, because you could battle those. Tamagotchis, you were just taking care of the baby. With Digimon, you could snap two of your... You, you could take yours and hook it next to someone else's, and you guys could fight each other. So if you'd done a better job... You could lord it over your fucking friend by being like, my fucking thing, kick the shit out of yours because yours is stupid and inferior, which I feel like is a lot of what parenting is. Otherwise, sports wouldn't exist at such a young age. That's very true. Uh, you want to breed competition into your children early. We're throwing like six, seven-year-olds into soccer games against one another in that big old pile. Everyone just kicking each other's shins. One kid comes out. You can tell clearly who the asthmatic was. It was me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, everyone's having themselves a miserable old time. Seven. Seven years old. Yeah. Yeah, I got to breathe that discipline into them early. Go do some sprints, kids. You guys are basically child soldiers. We just don't <laughs> yeah. give you guns. This is going to help you for the upcoming war. Yeah. You're going to be able to run so fast and so far. <sighs> Shoot that man. Yes, coach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Full metal jacket, but with a like little girl's soccer, soccer team. team. Ah! That's a pretty good movie right there. Who do you get to play Vince D'Onofrio? That's a tough one. <laughs> Just some, yeah, chubby little kid. Shoots herself in the back of the face. Oh, I mean, I'm not even talking like a scene-for-scene scene remake. No, no, no. I just I'm like... talking about a scene-for-scene scene remake. <laughs> with little girls, Rory. Yeah. They're going to be having sex with Thai prostitutes. I mean, yeah, if you want to do it right. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Listen, that's the way Kubrick would have wanted it. <laughs> it's true to his original vision. He's an artist. Don't you dare change his vision. Otherwise, you're just being a whore. A whore for money. Is that what you want to be? You want to be a little little money whore? Yes. Okay, that's fair. If I could open an OnlyFans, I would. I'm telling you, you can. I feel like everybody can. I can, but I feel like the the niche that I would have to occupy to do well would be very humiliating. I think what you need to do is you need to start a competitive site that does something close to it, but doesn't like onlypans.com. And you just put only pictures of pans on and see if you can get meme culture to give you a shit ton of money for it. Yeah, they just like dig the irony and the lack of effort and throw money at me. Yeah, exactly. It's like when people go on like a sports game on TV and hold up a sign that's like, here's my Venmo, send me beer money. And he gets like 30, 30 grand. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, who was it? It was like back in the day when it was Kickstarter. Everybody fucking love Kickstarter. I bet you Kickstarter still exists, but nowhere near as much of its former glory. And people would be like, you know what? I want a sandwich. And people would give him like 40 grand for his sandwich. I don't know, because it's funny. It's funny. The guy, you know, he wanted a sandwich. And 
So you got other people to pay for it. You got a lot of money for it. So, you know, it's funny. Yeah. Now he's enriching uranium with that money. It's just Kim Jong Un with a wig <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what you got to do. Onlypans.com or onlymans.com. And it's just, it's all, it's the all dude only fan site. <laughs> Why did you need a special one? Well, we just wanted to help this community find only men. They were tired of how diluted OnlyFans was. There's got to be demand out there. Yeah, and the men, we want to let OnlyFans be something for the ladies. They've really pioneered it. We're not going to come in and take it away from them. We're going to go do our own thing. That's why today we're starting OnlyDans.com. That's right, OnlyDans.com. It's the place where you can only see guys named Dan and women named Dan, if you can prove it, and their buttholes. Yeah, you can see all the varicose veins on the undersides of their legs from sitting all day and gaining, on average, about 10 and a half pounds a year for yeah. the last 20 years. Yep, sedentary Just. job, going home to a wife who doesn't love you, two he, kids. He buried the dog on accident you got <laughs> into a diabetic coma. <laughs> Not doing anything right, Dan. But if you want, you can see his bean hole over there on OnlyDans.com. That's right, OnlyDans.com. That guy was such a Dan. Not to be confused with only-fans.com, which is where you can go to see uh, beautiful overhead fans as well as stationary fans. And uh, even uh, those those like uh, draw-out fans, I don't know what you call them. Fuck, the ones that you know. The, what are those ones called? I think just a fan. Yeah, they're just fans as well. <laughs> yeah, you hide behind them and yes. giggle coquettishly. Exactly. So not to be confused with that. I guess not. I'm trying to think of other of other. Only. I know you are. I know you are. I'm, wait, I'm waiting only. for the next one because I know I'm going to start talking about something else. You're going to be like, what about only flan? Well, and it's just pictures of gelatin mold from Mexico. So you get it. Uh, good. I'm glad. See, I had to get one. I have to participate. It's like you can. You did. I was waiting for you to participate. You can accept your place in the human centipede yeah. or you can fight yeah. it. Talk about off your game. That's what I'm saying. Pretty it's much. Pretty. Wow. <clears throat> and I was going to go with other names, but it seems lazy and derivative. Like only stands. Well, I got to tell you. Only Ians. I got to tell you. Ians, but you're, you know, being lazy. Yeah, go ahead. Only fans with the fans. That's that's hack. That's well, been that's done. what the hyphen was for. Yeah, but it's been done. The it, idea it, of it's it, only fans. It broke it up a little bit. And I'm sure it has been done. It didn't break the concept Yeah, but up. we had to. Well, yeah. Somebody else has obviously already done that. But you had to kind of bring it around. You got to fill in the pie. Are you a joke thief? Probably. Tell me right now. You have to tell me. It's like being a cop. Do I think that the internet came up with an OnlyFans only fan joke before I just did now here on the Skimbo Lounge? Probably. <laughs> Show me the copyright work. <laughs> Show me the paperwork. And then I will say I was wrong. Okay. Well, I'll leave it to our extremely motivated listeners to yeah. find that evidence. <laughs> and so it stood forever. <laughs> Fucking dingbats. That's so good. Maybe that's what'll pick this up. We'll really lean into the audience abuse. No, again, the only thing that picks this up is when we make our show title adjacent to something that apparently thousands of other people are searching for and they accidentally come across us. Yeah, that Donald Duck one, man, it's growing every day. Yep. Hand noted, over fist. Noted fascist Donald Duck. Hey, go, go ahead and go to uh, minute 34. Uh, 25 seconds in and tell me if uh, out of context anything makes sense go ahead it's episode 87 i think yeah or er, yeah 87 noted fascist donald duck go ahead 
go see. Is any of that? Is that? Can you just go to a random part of that episode and have it have it make sense? I don't think so. Yeah, we'll wait. Or maybe it was ninety-seven. Shit. Wow. Just big. It's too bad it wasn't eighty-eight because we did noted fascist Donald Duck, and then the eight-eight HH. I won't say what it says because we'll get kicked off YouTube. <laughs> it's bad. It's like pile tit mer. Yeah, it's not a it's not a good. Th- they what go through and with? they they listen to the all the, all the episodes. There, the, the thing is like machine learning. It's it's yeah. You have like in the first three to five minutes, you can't swear. Really? Yeah. Well, we fucking fail at that every single time. Yeah. I also think we constantly say pedophile and Nazi and all the other things. Well, because those things one. are bad. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta. Wow, I didn't realize YouTube was such a restrictively censored place. Yeah, well, the thing well, is... Well, it's just the algorithms run amok. They will not put you in the algorithm. You won't show up anywhere. People would have to be looking. And yeah. I think people have been looking for things that are hashtagged in that video. Yeah, that's why we're not popular, guys. <laughs> and it's just piping in. like it. And, and when I say it's growing every day, I don't mean one. It's growing every day like a beautiful tumor. It, it got like almost a thousand listens in a week. Really? It blew the fuck up. That's hot. It's at like 4,500 at and this point. Most people listen for like a minute and go, fuck <laughs> this. Oh, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which is fucking awesome. But then again, I wonder what the percentage is because if the average is a minute, that means there's got to be people who listen to more than a minute. So there's like one person out there, maybe, hopefully. They're just listening to all of them now. Just a diehard Skimbo Lounge listener. One of us. Welcome. It's the Skimbo Lounge Challenge. Like, how long can you put yourself through listening to it before you become insane and Stockholmed? Yeah, and then you're just part of us forever. Don't worry. You don't need to get better. We're just going to slip that needle right back into your arm. It's okay. Welcome. Sleepies. Just go back to sleepy. Our new subscribers. We're getting new subscribers a lot, too. Hmm? So we should absolutely... Those have got to be bots. Maybe... I can't see them. That's the fucked up thing. I'm like, where do I see what our subscribers are? I can see how, a handful of them. Out of out of curiosity, how many subscribers do we have? 28. Oh. Yeah. So actually, that's funny because that's roughly about the amount of people we have listening. Is somewhere in the mid to high 20s usually, I think. That was a big jump for us, though, because we were sitting at 16 for a big stretch. The yeah. YouTube, at one point, I was like, why do I do this? Well, boy, welcome. Welcome, new people. That's exciting. Yeah. Ah, look out! Because I assume you're on your commute. And yeah. I don't want you to hit that tree. <laughs> You're watching YouTube on your phone while you drive. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is there to watch? I mean, really, it's just it's the medium they want to listen to on, I guess. Yeah. Just don't pay for YouTube Red. <laughs> is that going to get us stricken? It's a fucking scam. Uh, until they put until they put our television show on. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is we should start making coming in 2034 some other videos. Try to ride this wave. Uh, <laughs> start chucking them out. So popular. I have an idea for one, and it's not worth pitching on the show because it's not like mind blowing. Wow, but that was great. I'll tell you after, so none That's of our listeners so steal it because they're fucking dildos. Well, I had the idea for the guy who, <laughs> again, we were standing in line waiting to get our ice cream, and there was a guy there, and he was like, "Whoa, oh, I think that one's for my wife." <laughs> I took took somebody's, and then got his own and walked off. And I thought it'd be funny if you had somebody who did it like three or four times, and I was like, "Hey, dude." What the fuck? You can't do that. And then his three or four wives come over, and he's a polygamist. That's the polygamist. <laughs> yeah. Tuesdays this fall. Yeah. On Fox. Because who else is going to put that show we'll on? We'll put anything on and cancel it after one yeah. season. I thought that would be incredible. Well, that would be easy to do. We should do that. We should well, do a lot of things. not funny anymore. Now the aha moment's ruined. Who gives a shit? The people that <laughs> listen to this show don't deserve to have it unspoiled. <laughs> They're awful. 
Oh, uh, it's fair. They're terrible people. I just want, I just expect them doing that thing, sitting in a room with somebody else. Now watch this part. Watch this part. Oh, he didn't realize. Look at his polygamous. And they stare at him, waiting for him to laugh, but they've already kind of ruined it and built it up too much, so it's not that funny. And they're just crying because yeah. they'll never get the experience <laughs> of seeing it unsullied. <laughs> yeah. It was your first time, everything I hoped mine would Did you been. like it? Did you get it? I mean, did you get it? Did you? Did you get did it? Did you see why it's so funny? But did you get it? Did you? Did you get it? <laughs> Do you understand? And he just starts bleeding from the ears. And the- actually, that's it's the two parts of the uh, of the skit. We'll have to film both of them. There you go. <laughs> and we just keep ruining it in layers for the listeners. Uh, and then we do a skit about one of the listeners finding us and murdering us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Who wants to be in that skit? Write to us at skimbolounge at gmail.com. Hey, I'll really put this out there. We need a female actress for one of my ideas. I want to do it. It's a silent skit. And it's just me playing with that stabilizer I got from my phone. Oh, that's fun. Because we tried to use it once and it malfunctioned. Yeah, sure did. And so now I'm going to... So you've got it where it doesn't malfunction anymore. I'm, I've got it all nice and balanced and it's ready to roll. I don't believe you. And I want to experiment with it. Oh, that's exciting. So we need a female actress. So if you know one or are one, please submit your headshot and resume to skimbolounge.com. Acting at experience goes to the front of the line, obviously. Because we're going to get so many people. <laughs> I can't keep a straight face. I was in a regional Wendy's commercial. <laughs> that would be incredible. Uh, uh, in all seriousness, we do need an actress, but uh, and, you have to be willing to scream. You can suck too. Like if you're not good, we don't care. You just have to show up. Show up. Show up to Rory's house. At I'll the be address. yeah, great. At the address we've we've provided at the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, and I I'll be in it probably, and I'll be wildly unenthused to be there. Correct. Be yeah, I think I'm gonna pitch you the idea, and you're gonna go, no man, I don't want to do that. Yeah, probably. That's the way it normally goes. But you know. And in many ways, I'm very proud of that because I think you have a larger threshold than most people. And when I can Uh get you to be like, "Mm, that's too far. That's too much. I know it really is too far. Oh, good. We come across this a lot then. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. No, man. No. We can't fucking do that. No No fucking way. No. Why not? It's the corpse. The corpse is why we can't do it. But it's... They're not really a corpse. I know they're not really a corpse that's not... Dude, everybody knows what you mean when you say bearded New Yorkers killed our savior. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay, well. That's the drinking right there. That's Rory's, <laughs> Rory's on number three. Yes. I missed that one. Oh, good. I have one more over there. I tell you guys, this is tough because I don't really drink this much, uh, or oh, ever really. Still nice and cold. Yeah, you've pounded three beers in about forty, 40 minutes. minutes, which is again. So there's somebody out there side, <laughs> pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, that that hurts my feelings that I'm not as much of an alcoholic as you. <laughs> it it used to be something I don't know about you, but I used to aspire to that level of alcoholism. As somebody who participated in training for a drinking contest once, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It used to be fun where you could sit there and be like, uh, in the next hour and a half, I will be drinking 10 beers with my friends and we will put this 30 rack into the ground. But then I was like 23 and the world was at front of me 
And now I've just turned 33 and it doesn't feel that way anymore. <laughs> yeah, if you watch the chart, it's like drinking steadily increases from like 18 on to about 23 and then it dips and you try to get your life together and then around 27 28 yeah, you realize uh, you're fucked and well, the drinking starts going up again yeah it's one of those things where now you start the new job and you look at the other people who go out and enjoy drinking all the time and you go you've got your whole life ahead of you i've seen some things and i wouldn't recommend it don't throw your life away in dirty bars like me why are Listen, you a fucking pirate? If you find yourself here when you be my age, perhaps be rethinking it if you don't have a strong 401k. Arr, 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 arr. You used to have a dead parrot stapled <laughs> to your arm. Because that's what everyone thinks about when they go drinking out of their bars, is that they've got strong 401ks. Yeah, you know. <sighs> Maybe I'll start drinking again. My money's in index funds. Oh, I, um... <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Maybe you should start drinking again. I think maybe I might. now you'll be like a cool kind of like collected drunk. I doubt it. Sipping on martinis. I asking, you know, I sincerely doubt it. Because here's the thing. I don't like the taste of alcohol. I barely like the effect. Nobody really likes the taste except for the people like who drink like scotch whiskey. Like, oh man, that's smooth. Well, my wow. dad is one of those psychos. He's like, I love the taste. He loves cosmopolitans and Manhattans. Well, they say your taste buds change over your lifetime, so you never know. Maybe at a certain point you start tasting it differently because your taste buds have died and dulled from years of eating chili peppers and fucking bullshit and burning your tongue and then not and then freezing it and chewing on ice because you're a savage and. <laughs> You know, by the time you hit 50, you're like, oh, scotch whiskey. I can taste that. And yeah. like, that's the great thing. Oh, I can taste the oaky finish. It's the only thing that gets past the goalie that is my singed taste buds. Yeah. Never to rise again. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. See, like, I don't know, man. I was feel warm. I was doing fireball shots with my sister and her hot friends when I was down in North Carolina. It's and not pleasant. It was not any better than it used to be. No, it fireball is a disgusting hot liquor that tastes like sugar and pain. What, what do people like about it? Get the train out of the station. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I didn't have, like I I did like I did that or like Goldschlager, you know, like the the, the nicer gold flaky version of Fireball, but all of them just tear you up. It's cinnamon liqueur. It's awful. Why? 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 Can someone out there, if you're a Fireball drinker, explain to me what the appeal? They is? like the taste of cinnamon. And if you're going to be drinking something that gets you drunk, why not taste something that you kind of enjoy? Why not chew a bunch of Big Red and spit it into a cup like dip and drink that? Because it doesn't get you fucked up. We'll add some whiskey to doesn't, it. Doesn't add some fun to the party. Doesn't make you feel like it's okay to be loud and obnoxious for the night with all your girlfriends. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. So if you want to be that and you want a stomach ache, drink Fireball. Oh, yeah, everything gives me a stomach ache, though. So it's, you know, like me, 40 minutes after I'm done drinking all these beers, I'm like, I, I need to either continue drinking or I'm going to get sad. And then my stomach will start to hurt. Well, you're driving, so. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, here's to that. Oh. Cheers to the beers. You got to stop saying <sighs> that. Yeah, I'm not saying it. It's you saying it. Any hoozle. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. This I, is the I, last one. I'm trying to think of the... Oh, there it is. I've got how much time usually? We're, we're, I mean, we're a ways into it. We don't know the exact time because you're cutting so much off at the yeah. beginning of this one. you got like 15, 20 minutes You left. guys will never hear it unless you subscribe to the Patreon. We're going to take all the chunks of the first parts of the episodes that nobody gets to hear that are just hogwash bullshit and make you pay a premium for them. 
And here's the thing. I literally, while I was taking the shit, was like, I should ask Rory if he wants to like wild card and film a Patreon episode just for fun, just to, as a test balloon. And considering how well this one's going, and I take full responsibility, I don't think that's a very good idea. <laughs> said, this is a great idea. Plunk. <laughs> we use this to entice them to buy another episode. Yeah. Wow. Piss poor. Yeah. Piss poor. And it's not that I'm not trying. I'm trying too hard because I know this is in the shit. No, it's fine. I think this is great. This is a fine episode. Was it? I don't know. I've lost track of... I think that was some funny... I don't think we talked about anything. Like The last episode was like, ah, yes, let's reminisce the stories of old. And this one was sort of like, hey, where's this thing over here? Oh, look, a butterfly. Hey, well, you know what would be funny is if we climbed a tree. What do you think happens when you die? Does Jen give you diarrhea? Exactly. That was, that was this episode. Which is fine, because sometimes that's what they're going to be, man. That's what they're going to be. I don't think the audience is surprised that every now and then this show goes off the rails like it did today. I blame golf. Yeah, I think it was vitamin D. I think it was fresh air. I think it was exercise. You know me, I'm not used to any of those things. But I feel like I was pretty par for the course this episode, to be honest. I think I'm always sort of uh, uh, a manic depressive. I'll give you that. You, you stayed the course. You were true to your character. Yeah, you seem like too healthy and well-adjusted. I'm just you I'm, seem like you're, you're having a great day and things are going well for you. And I don't know. I don't know this Koch. I don't know where he's been, but I don't like it. He took all his psychiatric medications today. <laughs> <laughs> not just the ones that he thought were cool. Yeah. Not just the colorful ones today. Today I took the bland pills and I, hey, I guess I'd get what they're for now. What was the deal with rainbows? They're so much fun. Do you ever sit there and pick through your psychiatric medication and go, how many of these would it take to give me so much strength that I can lift a bus? Isn't that funny? I but love my parents. Out. Anyways. <laughs> <clears throat> Don't trust your government, kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it just turns the next week and you're in a full-blown psychosis. Uh, uh, probably. Sweet. Well, at least we'll get back to normal soon, guys. Sometimes I forget. I sometimes that, I forget to take everything. Yeah, doesn't that make you feel better, guys? We'll get back. We'll get back to normal real soon. When somebody flushes somebody's meds down the drains and <laughs> replaces them with Tic Tacs. I don't know where your prescription glasses went, man. Here, take one of these down the hatch. Oh, these are a little mintier than they usually are. Shut up! I'm your doctor now! And that's how I don't... What if we switch? What if we do like a Freaky Friday? You start taking my meds and I'll go off them. <laughs> what if I just show up? I'm like, you know, I'm uh, I'm having a strange clarity. Um, I don't think I want to do the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the Skimbo Lounge to end. Yeah. Uh, also, I uh, was playing the market and uh, made some good some good returns, and uh, I got myself a job working at a small but respectable firm, and uh, that's uh, that's it. And it's just me sucking erotically on a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rest of the episode, everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> just jamming a crucifix into my balls. <laughs> I'm the exorcist. Yeah. I'm the leprechaun. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty fucked up. Watching what? the exorcist for the first time. First of all, I was nine when I, I saw it for the first time. I don't fuck with scary movies. The only time I watched scary movies was with you assholes. Yeah, dude. She masturbates violently with a crucifix. It's, it's shocking imagery. That's hot. Yeah, that's pretty hot. Honestly? Yeah, you watch it in grad school, and you're like, I don't know. You're there's like, like seven of us in the screening room. Like, I'm a little confused. They won't notice. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep.
No, I don't watch a lot of horror movies, though. I'm not a horror movie guy. Like, the, the closest, again, the last horror movie I watched was Hellraiser 2 with you guys. And that's not really a scary movie as much as it is, like, this really weird off-putting kind of thing. So what don't you like about horror? You think it's corny? Does the gore make you sick? Do you not like being scared? Well, I don't like gore, really, to a certain extent, I don't think. Um, I like suspense, and that's what, like, what a lot of horror is. But I just like it, like, I like a different type of suspense i guess you know like i'm i'm more interested in watching like again like uh, what's like like along came a spider or like sort of like more mind thriller kind of a thing you know we're trying to figure out who did it and like what's the game when did you start menopause (laughs) (laughs) fuck you what does that have to do with like tom clancy no (laughs) Um, but it's one of those things i guess i just never really i watched scream at a young age maybe and it just kind of fucked me up a little bit i was like i don't like the way this makes me feel like the idea of purposely thinking about like because that's what i do when i watch things though you know i very much will either try to put myself in the position of the characters or i think about the story in a greater sense and when it's horror all you can do is spin out on it that happening to you or your family or blah blah like personifying it a little bit so i don't really like horror that much so it was too meta for you scream maybe because no, it's like meta. a meta horror movie I don't know. I just think it wasn't like, again, I'm not contextualizing the meta-ness of Scream no, but you kind in of, the sixth grade. You kind, But in your own way, you kind of were because you're thinking about like, what if this happened to me, which is Whoa. the whole premise of that movie. Yeah. What if a horror movie happened to me? Yeah, I guess that's true. So that's meta with layers. But I'm not even thinking about that at that age. I'm just thinking, hey, I'm 12 years old moving into a new house and the first thing I see on TV is Scream. Uh, well, good night, everybody. My room's in the basement. <laughs> like that's, that's what I was thinking about. Maybe that was just too young to be dealing with all that. And that very reassuring mask that the gentleman wore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, I had a very my house had a very old uh, heater system. So, like every forty minutes, <laughs> that thing turns on, and I wake up because again, I'm in the basement, and it's right outside my room. The devil's belly. Yeah. So maybe all of that is why I don't like horror. But I think it's just yeah. I don't know. Just a genre I don't really care. Like, every now and then I would watch something. I'd watch, like, a Green Inferno, mm-hmm. you know, like Eli Roth and that kind of horror. And it just doesn't do it for me. It's hilariously incompetent. Eli Roth sucks. A lot of people are like, no, dude, like, you know, when he makes a good... No, it's just gore for sucks. gore's sake. It's a co- Like, the concept is truly terrifying. That's the problem with it. It's not that the movie's good or anything. It's that my mind will sit there and spin out on the concept for fucking hours, though. But it's it, the thing is, it was done better. He was doing a parody of, like, Cannibal Ferox and Cannibal Holocaust, which are these 70s super greasy exploitation movies made by Italian directors. Well, Cannibal Holocaust almost got them in a lot of trouble, right? Because they were like... They couldn't they, find they, the actress, and they were like, yeah. did you actually take an indigenous person and impale them on a spike? Because we know you actually killed a bunch of animals. Yeah. So prove to us that this woman is alive. And they're like... We don't even know her name or, like, what part of the fucking forest she was in. Yeah. But apparently they did find her and, and prove that she was alive. And But it's just so dropped. graphic at the time as they were like, wow. Yeah. I think they killed a pig, a monkey. They ripped the shell off a turtle and ate it. Uh, a bunch of fucked up stuff. Yeah. Well, it's that, that reminds me of, like, uh, Apocalypse Now when they uh, sacrificed the cow at the end. Yeah. That's real. Mm-hmm. That shit's real. I never watched that part. I watched it the one time. And then later it was like, oh, oh, that was real. Oh, they really did that. 
Just for a fucking movie. Well, see, here's I can't the thing. Square up with that. They 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 weren't doing that. It was a ritual that the local people were doing, and they asked if they could film it for the movie, and they said okay because they didn't ghoulish, care. Ghoulish, man. It's ghoul. Like I get. I'm not yeah. like what a fucking asshole. It's just it's ghoulish. Yeah. It's uh. It's. I again. I don't think it adds anything to the movie, and that's why it's excessive. Yeah. So is Marlon Brando showing his fucking cock. Yeah. All in shadow, very tastefully lit. Yeah, Marlon Marlon Brando just wanted to fuck that movie up. Like, think about it. Like, everyone talks about it and how he showed up, and like maybe he was trying to make a statement or something. Didn't know his lines. Was com- combative about his character. Was combative about his lines. Um, and showed up exactly the opposite of what he was supposed to be, but was cast anyways in it because it's Marlon Brando. And he, I don't know. And. I, I don't know. He was doing that. Like, look at that. And you look at Island of Dr. Moreau. And I sit there and I look at him. I go, Marlon Brando was just trying to fuck shit up. That's all he was doing. And he fucking uh, should not have taught that. He should not have set that precedent in front of Val Kilmer because Val Kilmer went on to be such a fucking asshole, too. And uh, I hate people like that in, in uh, Hollywood or in movies. Well, and that's what I want to know is, does the industry make you that way? Are you born that way? And the industry attracts those types like, what happens to you where you show up as a fresh-faced ingenue and then you turn into a colossal monster asshole? Well, I think part of it's got to be very disillusioning because you're sitting there being like, I am – you're undoubtedly talented. People tell you Thank you're you. talented. But do you believe that that's the case or is it that you're just a fucking commodity because you've been in other things and those things did well? How do you even know that you did well in those things? Maybe people are fucking stupid. What? Like, There's all these different fucking – you know, things that would mess with your head when you're as big as someone like Marlon Brando. Now you're just getting offered fucking roles just because of who you are. Are you right for the role? Do you want to be in it? Does it matter? Or are you just getting fucking handed this shit because you're Marlon fucking Brando? Maybe there's other people out there that are better for it than you. Maybe that fucks with your head a little bit. So you start going in and maybe you're not, you've stopped taking it seriously, but that whole time people are going, oh, that was so good. You're so amazing. And you're sitting there like, I didn't even fucking try, man. Can you guys just like be honest with me? And after a whole career of that, it fucked with him to the point where he started being like, I'm going to be purposely bad and see, see if I still get work. I can 100% believe that where you work really hard on your craft, you earn your bona fides, but eventually the legend eclipses the actual respect anybody has for you and yep. they all become full of shit. And you just realize you're very alone in this world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what people want from you. They all kiss your fucking ass. And in that way, it's a diss to your craft. Because like you said, when you know you're not trying and you're testing people and they tell you how good it was, you're like, you just flunked the stooge test. Yep. And then you watch you do a whole film like that. You come out the other end and go, oh, wow, it did good. Like, what do you what does that say about you at that point? That would fuck you up a little bit. And I love I love the idea of fucking around for sport. Our last episode was us talking about how we like to seed chaos at sure. the Unadilla Theater. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But I mean, yeah, it's got to be depressing. And it's actually kind of funny because the time we fucked up, the director came up to us like, oh, that was great. And we were kind of like, that's not what we were expecting you to say at all. That's the best that scene has ever been. Yeah. I was like, is he? does he care? I thought he was going to hit us. I thought he was <laughs> going to say something like, boys, you can't ever do that again. Instead, he came up and was like, that was great. And he did it in front of the, that gal who we called Lauren uh, in front of her, too, when she was just freshly, like, again, giving us shit over what we had done. 
And then the director came up and was like, that was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> Just like, at the best that scene's ever been. It was the worst thing ever. I think that same show was the one my character gets fucking drunk. Oh, yeah. I had to do this whole, like, meltdown in the family living room where I'm just saying ridiculous shit. And I just, like, I think that was the same night where I was like, fuck it. There's two people here. I just started fucking around. Yeah, you reblocked yourself. Oh, I was grabbing people. I tried to hip toss the old guy. Like, yeah. I had my tie around my head and I'm, like, flopping around, knocking furniture over. And the guy that was playing uh. my dad, who was our high school director, just yep. comes up blotting sweat off his head. He goes, you know, the thing about working with you is you never know what's going to happen night from night. And I was like, thank you. Not a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Well, and again, for people who don't know or like weren't involved in the theater, blocking is basically like where you're supposed to be standing on the stage at any given particular moment. So like certain people like to know where you're going to be because it, like they're not thinking about it in terms of being able to uh, – on the fly change what they were doing to accommodate someone like you who was doing whatever the fuck they wanted to because you can you just know how to do it well enough and so again they come off being like okay well he's standing in different places he's doing different things he's taking different actions and i've got to somehow organically portray my character even though we did it completely different every other time before then so yeah it was kind of awesome it was <laughs> awesome it was a very dick thing to very do. mean to do though the only person who ran with it was the woman who played my mother yeah because i started taking my clothes off like will ferrell and she was running behind me like putting them all back on yeah and she like legitimately was like good bit mm -hmm. and like saw the humor in it because she didn't give a fuck well sure she got dragged into it she was good enough to do it yes That's exactly she was good enough to be there and, and she got fucking dragged into it. She didn't give a fuck. She appreciated it. Sure. I love how this has just become a venue for us to talk about how goddamn unprofessional we are. Uh, I mean, yeah, but who who who's surprised by that at this point? Yeah. The whole point of me was just to be drinking heavily over the course of this entire episode. How's Quattro treating you? It's almost it's almost gone. Almost gone? It's almost there. Which, we'll which, end the episode. Which is signifying that the episode is coming to an end. And red is the color. Red is the color. The brother is red. We stand on principle here. Up, up, up. There it is. <clears throat> there it is. Yep. Got to be done with the episode now. I guess. It's going to be a little shorter, a little looser. It <laughs> Shocker. If you got this far, I think you kind of know already. Because you were there. I I apologize. The nah, quality of this. I, I regret nothing. If you, if you stop listening, I wouldn't blame you. I bled for these people. <laughs> The rest of my night is going to be confusing and terrible. We're going to go fill you up with fried food, give you a good shake, and see what happens. <laughs> it has to be born. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? No. Okay. Well, until next time, thank you. And I really sincerely want you guys to grasp this. Go fuck yourselves. And goodbye. Goodbye.